Hi, listeners. I'm Irene Barton, Executive Director of the Cobb Collaborative, and I welcome you to Mind Your Mind Speaks. This is a podcast series that brings together subject matter experts and community leaders to help raise awareness, share resources, and inspire action through recorded conversations about mental health and well-being topics. Today, we are delighted to welcome Alois Johnson, Executive Director of the Kennesaw Teen Center to our program today. Welcome, Alois, and can you share a little bit about yourself with our listeners? Hi, 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 Irene. Thanks for having me um, join you today. I'm excited to um, share a little bit about um, our upcoming event and, and what we're about. Um, but um, it's just brief intro for myself. My name is Alois Johnson, and I'm the Executive Director of the Kennesaw Teen Center. And um, the Teen Center serves middle school and high schoolers um, in a variety of ways, um, a lot of enrichment activities, tutoring, um, just tackling all the different things that come before them as um, they approach adulthood. So um, that's kind of us in a nutshell. Um, and and as, the, uh, as the mom of uh, two now young adults, I have <laughs> um, the utmost respect for folks like <laughs> you who partner with parents and families and caregivers in that journey to adulthood. So hat, hats off. What's <laughs> <laughs> well, so. a challenge going through it at the same time with a teen. So <laughs> <laughs> you have that lived experience that we talk about so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, Alois, you alluded to it. And we know that this is an exciting time for us to be talking about because as we record this, we're just a few days away from the finals of the Black History Bowl an event that I've had the honor to participate in for the past two years. But can you share with us and give us a little bit of background about the event? Has the Teen Center always been the host? Looking forward to learning more. Okay. Well, um, the easiest part of that question is yes, we've always been the host, um, but um, it started four years ago. It was just, uh, we were, um, we were in person uh, back then, so we weren't even thinking about virtual things. Um, but we were, um, I had a few teens, it was around the November, December timeframe. And we were just talking about upcoming activities, planning kind of a calendar of things to do once we got past um, what we were going to do after the holidays. Um, we talked about January, February, March. Um, in January, we talked about Dr. King's birthday, what we could do to um, celebrate, decorate the area and then we talked about what do we want to do for black history month so some of the kids starts or teens i call them kids all the time but some of the teens started bragging about how much they knew about black history so i started throwing a couple questions of things that i knew and it kind of got interesting and they said man we ought to have a black history um, trivia contest so that's kind of how it all got started with a novel idea and then we started uh, practicing and they said well we want to um, not Go against each other can we find some other places um, to participate so we invited a few of our partners that we had at the time and challenged them so we had a little four team event on a saturday and that's kind of how it birthed and um wow and, and, <laughs> so it's grown from four teams four years ago to you hit a high water mark this year right in terms of entries yes yes we um we we've seen the whole gamut um last year we were virtual so that was a whole different experience and um and then this year we uh, reintroduced ourselves to the community to be back in person 
and um, we started out we we had a peak of almost 36 teams but the COVID bite did hit us um, mm -hmm. and we finished um, actual competition starting on the 15th of January with 24 teams so um, but we're excited it's our it's our high number um, that we've had um, we we truly feel that once we get past this pandemic fully that that sky's the limit yeah, absolutely. Well, I know I'm looking forward to this Saturday for <laughs> sure. So, and um, I love that you were able to describe how it started really just conversation. And I know I have, oh my gosh, so thoroughly enjoyed learning more about our history as a country and um, just as the human race, to be honest, with the inventors and the um, the literature category and all of those but Alois, can you share with us, what do you see as the ultimate goal of the Black History Bowl competition? Sure, there are some bragging rights involved and um, I'm sure that the team has crowned the champion is going to uh, crow about it a little bit and let everybody know, but, but it is a little bit deeper than that or maybe a lot deeper than that, right? Well, yes, yes, and, and you know, we, we're excited to always name a winner, but I think all of the people that participate and events are winners in their own right. Um, you know, our study guide, it has over 800 plus different Black history facts or U.S. history facts. Um, and I think that's what kids get out of, or teens get out of it, um, is we're, we're educating them while entertaining them. I, I call it edutainment. Um, and they're learning, um, I think, teachers are learning. Um, it's just something that is not necessarily at this level being um, taught in the schools. So it gives an opportunity in a, in a fun, competitive environment to actually learn a lot of information. And it's just amazing. Um, like I have a few of the individuals that participated in year one that are now juniors in high school. And they're telling me, oh yeah, we, we talked about this. Um, and I knew it because of an event in four years ago. So it lets us know that we're doing some of the right things. Um, it also is a, it's a good gathering point um, that you know our whole community is getting involved, whether you're mm -hmm. African-American, Caucasian, Hispanic, um, you know, we, it's a, it's a huge diversity event. Um, probably a misconception out there that when people hear about it, but um, if you experience it, you you see that that um, it's a very diverse participant event, um, which is exciting for us to let us know that our community is embracing. Absolutely. And I, um, again, just to brag, I, I've been able to see that both virtually and then happily in person this year. And yeah, from the participants to the community leaders that you involve from the judicial system and the business community and the educational community, it is diverse, but I mean, that's really who we all are, right? It's representative mm -hmm. of our community, which is um, and probably an, another goal um, of yours as well. So mm -hmm. great. Well, thank you for sharing about that with us, Alois. As you know, our Mind Your Mind podcast is a um, conversation about mental health, uh, raising awareness, promoting resiliency, and reducing stigma. And I'm just going to be really upfront and say that based upon what some of my Black friends have shared with me and reading that I've done of different articles and um, health journal articles and things like that, going to community members uh, meetings, excuse me, 
there can be a stigma around mental health in the Black community. And do you see that in the families and, and the youth that you work with? Do you feel like it's changing at all? Do you think the pandemic has um, allowed people to more freely express their feelings around their own mental wellness? Yeah, I think it's it's being talked about a little bit more, um, you know, probably not at the levels that it needs to be. I, I think there's still a fear in in either a person saying I need help or family members or friends recognizing that a person is dealing with something that is not um, of a healthy nature for themselves. Um, you know, it's been a stigma for many years in the African-American community. I, I, I I, I personally believe um, where, you know, we just said things of nature, that's how they, that's how they are, or, or we just never really looked at the factors that might be contributing to their mental health cycle, you know, it's, but I think it's becoming a lot more visible now, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's late as yesterday, you know, in the news, um, I don't know if you've seen it, the young lady in New York who um, committed suicide, um, the um, former Miss America, or Miss USA and a news correspondent and attorney, you know, you just, you know, it seems from what we can see, there was a lot going positive, but yeah. obviously she was struggling with something. And, and um, but I think now you're starting to see more of those um, things come up in the news. I, I don't know if, if, if it's more with social media and everything that everything becomes a little more on the forefront that, that makes you say, you know, maybe I'm having some similar issues or things mm -hmm. like that, that it's not um, as much of a secret anymore um, to kind of openly discuss it. So, um, yeah. you know, the unfortunate side, it, it's taking um, that huge visual to make it become more apparent to people that, that everyone struggles, um, no matter what your race is, your background, that people have struggles. And the pandemic has I think has contributed to bringing it out more. There's just a lot more recognition of what in particular teens are dealing with or, or even younger than teens now. Um, with, yeah, thought, exactly. One thing um, I have noticed and I've, I've been glad to see it is the number of athletes and specifically uh, African-American professional athletes that have spoken up about their mental health. Um, mm -hmm. Naomi Osaka, the tennis player being one of them, but others as well. And I'm hopeful that that will reduce stigma when people realize that, you know, even though you could be a multi um, mil millionaire professional athlete and, you know, that that's not the cure-all, right? That there still can be issues. Um, do you think that that, do the teams that you work with, do they ever reference those sorts of things or um, not in front of you? <laughs> well, you, you know, it's interesting. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I think I kind of, we kind of pride ourselves on at the Teen Center is that um, it's a kind of like a phrase, real talk, real issues, real results. So, um, you know, we've challenged even back as when we were in person in 2019 um, to talk about what's going on. I think, you know, having, you know, open discussions and, and allowing people to see that it's okay to be vulnerable, to say mm -hmm. what's going on. Um, 
bringing in what we've done is bring in speakers that that have openly talked about some of the issues that they deal with. Um, not every 12, 13, 14, 15 year old is going to raise their hand and say, yes, I'm de I've dealt with that. But right. I think the aha moment for us has been um, we had a teen summit. And I, I just think of that when probably a young lady who was probably one of our, you know, I would say more active and talkative individuals um, at the end, she was over on the side talking to the person that we had brought in um, expressing, hey, you know, I've dealt with that. I'm, I'm dealing mm -hmm. with that. Um, so I think once they see that that there's people that are open and honest and, and talking about, hey, this is what I deal with, um, I think it helps them open themselves up there that they're not alone in, in whatever is going on. And, you know, teens deal with, I always say what they're dealing with is what I got when I went to college. Uh, they're, getting, yeah. they're getting in middle school. So, you know, and I think, you know, as older people, we don't realize what they're being confronted with and or what right. they've seen, what they've heard um, in, in particular, because, you know, they do a lot of stuff behind a, a, a phone now. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, people can't even read their face anymore to see yeah. uh, are they how they're, it? yeah, how they're reacting, how that is. Yeah, right. So, yeah. so true. Um, and so, Lois, you've you've said a couple of things. Um, one that the teen center is this kind of safe place, um, if you will, and then talking about the different struggles and um, things that teens do do face um, for for so many reasons. And then, oh, we put a global health crisis on top of all of that. But we know um, how important positive, stable, nurturing relationships can be um, for young people. And I think that that is part of what the Teen Center offers to the young um, folks that you support as well as their families. But can you talk a little bit more about the programs that the Teen Center offers? And while they may not be quote unquote tagged as mental health, they really are still supporting youth's overall wellness, right? Yes. And I think it's, it's you know, from our standpoint, it's, it's looking at how do we encourage and inspire um, in, in a positive environment. So, you know, I, I would say our flagship is, is always the tutoring side of things um, where, you know, being, you know, that's a stigma that kids have. If you say, hey, you need to go to tutoring, you know, you instantly just think, I'm not smart or, or they're saying, sure. but, yeah. but it's, it's just saying, Hey, you could use some help and some resources. Um, so, you know, so with our tutors that we utilize, um, you know, we focus on, you know, that, you know, every kid's able to learn, you know, they just have different speeds and um, different ways they need to do it. So, you know, so that's the first area. Um, our summer program that we do is all focused on, on growth. Um, so we do, highlight a lot of speakers that we bring in anywhere from um, human trafficking to, um, you know, drug and alcohol awareness. Um, we bring in a lot of different, I would say, motivational style speakers, national people that tour all over the country, mm -hmm. talking to that, to that, to that demographic on, um, you know, empowerment, believing in themselves, um, how to be, you know, just more engaged, um, 
that they have a purpose. Um, I think, you know, we just try to approach it in a lot of different ways of, we understand what the issues are that you're dealing with, but we're gonna show you how you can get through this. And then, and it takes, you know, it's almost going back to the old concept, it takes a village. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, you know, we just, you know, we, we, we try not to do the norm. So we, we try to come off um, with a variety of activities that they are not traditionally seeing possibly in the schools uh, with the various programming that they might have. Um, we just have a lot more flexibility um, to say, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and tackle this issue in a safe, open environment. Um, and, you know, we've seen good results. Um, mm -hmm. I think when, when they're still reaching out to us um, as they matriculate through the program and, and yeah. still, you know, a parents will tell me, hey, sometimes when when something happens, you know, I, I, I'll give you an example. I had a young man, he dealt with the death of a grandfather a year ago. And, um, you know, after the first person he thought to call to have someone talk to was me. Um, oh, wow. And to just say, hey, Mr. Johnson, this is what I'm going through. Um, my mom's struggling uh, and, you know, in single parent home. So, you know, I basically, you know, you really want to be there for your mom. and. Mm -hmm. Just let them know that we're always here to help them. So when you, but that is a relationship, you know, that, that's developed through the different things that that we've um, put in front of this young man. And his mom will tell you today that um, us being very upfront with him, you know, I, I, I tend not to sugar sugarcoat things, um, you know, because you know they they want. I think this generation wants to hear the truth, um, mm -hmm. and they they're if anything they're very opinionated <laughs> so <laughs> so um you know i think having healthy conversations with them um, only helps them grow so absolutely um, that, that's a good day's work on on your part when somebody um reaches out to you for for that yeah, kind of connection especially nowadays where you, you know you just don't physically see them anymore right yeah absolutely so they can pick up a phone and call you which is totally out of norm for, you know, the more normally it's a text. <laughs> but, but yes, exactly. Yeah, right. So you know right. That, that, that you've created that space where they feel comfortable in talking. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Um, so I'm sure you're all set with all the math and science tutors that you could possibly use. But just in case you're not, if there's a listener out there that would like to get involved in the teen center, um, do you have openings for tutors and other things? And if so, how would they go about um, making their interests known? Well, um, you know, we, there's always, um, I'll say, a need um, just because, I, you know, I believe in matching tutors where, where there is it's a good fit. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, good personality because um, it's more, I would say, more of a mentorship than, than a tutoringship. Um, so. Um, and then, you know, we always have an opportunity for people that just say, hey, I want to come and, and be there, um, in particular in the summer, because we have a lot more um, students at that point in time than we do during the school year. And we're, we're you know, our summer program is different. Probably, you know, we we, we go from 8 o'clock in the morning to 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So for oh. six weeks. So, so That's all right. That's like a so, job. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so I have to entertain for, for eight hours. <laughs> um, a bunch of sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. Um, so, the more um, volunteers we have on hand, the 
the easier it is on us for that are that are the adults in the room, or you know we do use um, high school tutor or, or camp counselors and college students, but um, the more people we have, I think the more effective we can be because then we have an opportunity to have those one on one conversations and um, talk to to individuals um, about what they potentially could be, um, what's what's on their mind basically. Yeah. And, yeah. So, but if someone's interested, they just go to our website. Um, there's a volunteer icon on there. It's www.kennesawteencenter.org. And, um, and, and once you click the button and fill out some information, it comes directly to me and then I, I can reach out to you from there. All right. Super. Thanks um, for that, Lois. All right. Our time is drawing to a close. Is there something that I should have asked you that I didn't? Well, I, I think you should let everybody know that, that you're going to be one of our our, our, our celebrity okay. moderators this weekend <laughs> and um, kicking it off and um, and excited to have you do that again. Um, Irene did it last year virtually, so this year um, she's in person and she's also been a site coordinator year, so it's been a big help and we thank you so uh -huh. much for um, being a partner with us in that because uh, I, you know, she I, I told her i told irene i said she was the least site coordinator i was worried about she's i was like nervous <laughs> oh my gosh yes the first time for anything right um yeah. and somebody asked me a question like the sweat was like roll you know <laughs> but um truly it is my honor and my privilege uh to be involved in the and boy i am excited to be involved in the finals and see the uh the morning matches um, as we get to the the final four and then on to the, uh, the championship round. So thank you for including yep. me. And um, unless something just crazy happens on Saturday, you can go ahead and sign me up for next year too. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alois, thank you so much you, uh, for joining you. us uh, today on Mind Your Mind Speaks. Listeners, Thank you for tuning in today. And to be sure that you don't miss any future episodes, please subscribe to our Mind Your Mind Speaks podcast. Also, we ask that you kindly leave us a review on Apple. Until next time then, remember there is no health without mental health. Please mind your mind and keep an eye on those young people in your lives. Thank you.